Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 11, Endings and Beginnings. The time is now around 60 AD. Jesus' followers take good news, teaching about Jesus the Messiah and Holy Spirit to everyone. Saul and Paul are the same man. His two names are just variations of the same thing in two languages, the Greek version and the Roman or Hebrew version. Saul is an intellectual man. He has been educated to the highest standard. He speaks in many languages and has been educated by the top Pharisees in Jerusalem. He knows the Old Testament writings, the Law of Moses and the Prophets inside out. Now, Saul teaches so convincingly about the Messiah that his life is threatened by religious authorities, but has declared he is a Roman citizen. His citizenship grants him protection by Roman authorities who put him in prison for safety. Two years pass without a trial and a new governor seeks to sort the situation. Episode 10. Saul on Trial. Jewish King Herod Agrippa and his wife, Queen Bernice, visit the new governor, Festus. He seeks favour with the Jews and explains to Agrippa his dilemma with his prisoner Saul. He says he has met Saul's accusers, but they don't bring charges of evil doing. Their arguments are religious. They don't like Saul claiming a dead man called Jesus is still alive. Agrippa says he would like to meet Saul and with great regal and military ceremony, an audience is held. Agrippa gives Saul permission to defend himself. So, Saul tells his entire story and all about Messiah Jesus. The king, governor and Bernice can't find him guilty of a crime punishable by death. So, they would release Saul, but he has asked for appeal to the Roman emperor, so therefore he must go to Italy. Saul is now put under the charge of a Roman officer called Julius and they set sail from Adramatium. They stop in Sidon, where Julius allows Saul to visit friends and collect supplies. The wind is against them, so they sail via the sheltered side of Cyprus to Maya in Lycia. Here Julius finds them passage on a ship bound for Italy. But it's now autumn and the wind is making sailing difficult and Saul warns that the voyage will be dangerous. But the ship's captain and owner disagrees and advises Julius to sail to Phoenix. Soon a strong northeasterly wind hits the ship and they are carried off course. A storm ensues, so the next day they throw cargo and some of the ship's equipment overboard. For many days they see neither sun nor stars and give up hope of being saved. Now an angel speaks to Saul, and Saul tells the crew they should have listened to him when he warned them of the danger. But God has told him that none of them will lose their lives, only the ship will be lost. He says they will be driven ashore onto an island. After two weeks in the storm, the sailors think that they may be close to land, so drop a weight into the sea. They do this twice, and the measure shows that they are in shallowing waters. Afraid of running onto rocks, they let down the ship's four anchors and pray for daylight. The crew attempt to escape by lowering a landing boat, but Saul warns that they must stay on board to be saved. Saul encourages that they will be saved and breaks bread, gives thanks to God and shares it with everyone. At daybreak, the sailors see land and decide to raise the sail and run the ship aground. 
but they hit a sandbank and waves start to wreck the vessel. The soldiers decide to kill prisoners rather than have them swim ashore and escape. But Officer Julius wants to save Saul and orders everyone to jump ship carrying planks as ballast. The island they land on is Malta. It's winter, cold and raining, so Saul makes a fire. But picking up a bundle of sticks, a snake comes out and attacks him, gripping his hand. The locals decide Saul is a murderer and fate is going to kill him. But miraculously, Saul is unharmed. So people now think that he is a god. He's now invited to visit the island's chief official and prays for the sick who are healed. You can read these stories in the book of Acts. The Bible story is played across time. God's character and people's characters are revealed as the story unfolds. Various chronologies have been calculated and attributed to its texts over the years. Many of the dates have been referenced with historical texts. Our current year, for example, if chosen by the Hebrew calendar, demonstrates the suggested year from creation. For the purpose of this series, various calendars have been used, in particular the timeline created by 17th century Archbishop Usher and others as a guideline, as a framework, a chronological backbone. When taken as history, the Bible story and its prophetic conclusion, which is yet to come in the book of Revelation, is played over a period of between six and 7,000 years. And the Bible says that to God, a day is as a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. By viewing the Bible story as history and taking a Bible worldview, you can see that we are in the final pages of the prophetic words written. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word, and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.